welcome back to another episode of Scared Topless. I am Jess, your co-host. And I'm your other co-host, Danny. And today we have a really special episode. We have a guest with us. Um, Gabby, want to introduce yourself? Hi. <laughs> so, uh, oh, go okay. ahead. Do <laughs> okay, so Gabby is actually Tyler's partner, and um, we're just really excited to have her on here, and she's going to be talking about, like, modern day witchcraft and... Um, everything about that and if you remember from our previous season we had another episode very similar to this and it's always really interesting to kind of dive dive into these topics and because everyone has such a different form of spirituality and definition of witchcraft and religion and everything else in that so yeah I'm just super excited because everyone always has a different experience so Mm -hmm. it's just so interesting to have that those stories being told Yeah, so this is our um, conversation with a witch, part two, Mm -hmm. because we had a lot of fun doing this last time. So um, I guess we'll start off by asking you, Gabby, um, if you want to define the kind of witch or that you are or what kind of like witchcraft you do um, and how long you've been practicing for. So it's been about four years now. Um, I technically define as a pagan. So to me, it's a religion. Um, which means, you know, celebrating all the celebrations, all that stuff, incorporating it into my everyday life. Um, if it's down to a definition, it would probably be like eclectic and, um, divination because I do tarot, I do shadow work, I do all of that where I'm also practicing rituals and all that fun stuff. Mm. Can you, um, tell us a little bit about, um, for those who don't know what eclectic and... Like just like a little bit of a kind of like deep dive yeah, into what, is what that? that what that means. <laughs> that was the first time I've actually heard of that word before, and usually I n- know a good amount, mm-hmm. but I that's know, the first time I've heard of that. I know there's like green witch. There's oh, um, is that what it means? Like, like kitchen witch. There's oh. things like that, right? Whereas for divination, it's the people that do like the, the tarot readings, yeah. and they mainly focus on like spirit work and talking to spirits and all that stuff whereas like eclectic is more down to like the rituals with like the herbs and doing all that so i combine both of them into my into my everyday life oh yeah. okay so that's what it means cuz i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> um i guess our second question is okay so everyone when they think of witch or think of pagan, think mm-hmm. of all those things and, you know, rituals, they immediately think of evil. Mm-hmm. So how do you, I guess, like combat those people? And what does it exactly mean to you within that? And I don't know, like, is it for people that are listening and don't know anything about it? Is it entirely evil? Maybe even like defining like what black magic, white magic, all those things are. Is mm-hmm. there a clear definition? Is it about intention um what do you think about all that regarding intention yeah it's a big thing putting intention into what you're doing if you're Mm -hmm. intending to be evil it's gonna be evil yeah for sure um but what people don't realize is that karma will come back to you (laughs) and if you don't protect yourself when you're doing things like that it's it's gonna be a bite in the ass yeah so Um, have you had anyone like tell you like oh you're evil and like that's fucked up and like have you ever had a bad experience with that i've only done one bad thing (laughs) but (laughs) i i regret it i did have it come directly back at me i did it in anger 
Mm. And we're not going to go any further than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it put me in a state of like depression for like the next three months. And that was like wow. a sign of like, you shouldn't be doing that anymore. That's not you. Stay away from that type of stuff. But like going back to your question of like what witchcraft and paganism like means to me, it's mm-hmm. honestly just a sense of freedom, expressing sexuality, expressing all of that. A lot of people look at it poorly because of history and, you know, burn the witches and all that type of stuff, whereas they're not really looking at the history of it. And people don't realize that Christianity is pulled from paganism. Yule is Christmas. Yeah, I actually I was going to ask you about that, because um, when you talked about like celebrating the holidays, Mm -hmm. like you said, they actually they pulled they basically wanted to like shut down like paganism so they're like you know we'll just turn like we'll take the same kind of thing like their Mm -hmm. holidays and make it catholic right so like you Mm -hmm. were saying like samhain i don't know if i'm saying is that proper um being like halloween Mm -hmm. um so i guess like how do you uh, celebrate like or or also what is your favorite to celebrate my favorite to celebrate recently me and ty just celebrated beltane i really like that one because it's I don't know I like all the flowers and everything that comes with it it's a very sexual celebration um it goes around a lot of like fertility and things like that um so what exactly is Beltane it's like this it's like spring solstice or something I'm pretty sure it's this yeah the spring solstice I could be getting this wrong and it's the summer one but I'm almost sure that it is for the spring but yeah, it's just a celebration of like when I think yeah I think it's for spring because when the spring comes then like your the flowers are coming like all that type of stuff so that's why it kind of relates back oh, to fertility like because blooming. it's like yeah everything's blooming things are coming to life things like that yeah like the seeds have been planted yeah oh and, and things are <laughs> things are things are growing <laughs> oh my god but yeah Beltane is definitely one of my favorites I love the food that goes with it it's a lot of like honey and sweets like we had a bunch of fresh vegetables we had this really yummy fresh like honey that um, my best friend brought we were in like flowy florally dresses just like walking around in the grass with with our like bare feet like connecting to earth and things like that oh I love that that sounds so relaxing and it's very grounding too Mm -hmm. so how did you kind of get into um, paganism, I guess you could say, or witchcraft? Which one do you feel more comfortable saying? I'll paganism? say paganism, yeah. Okay, yeah. How did you get into that and doing the rituals? Religious trauma. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Ooh, let's dive into that. <laughs> um, I grew up in the Catholic Church. Okay. Without attacking other people's religion, obviously I'm not one to do that. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't work for me. As a young girl who was figuring out her sexual identification Mm -hmm. and things like that, and being in a church where they're saying, liking the same gender is bad, Mm da-da-da-da-da, like all those type of things, like sex is bad, things like that, I was kind of not feeling it. Yeah. And when that's the only thing you're surrounded with, you don't really have another choice. Um, My dad is atheist, so I kind of rolled with that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember exactly what it was that brought me into this. I know I was collecting a lot of crystals and I was getting more into like the spirituality aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then I think I did like a little bit of research, bought some books and realized that like this is something that I really like because I like the whole freedom of it. Yeah. You, How old were you when 
you kind of discovered that paganism was for you? I think I was 14. Oh, that's really young. Yeah. That's really young, because, so for me, like, I grew up in a Catholic Christian family household, and it's very, and to this day, it's still very like that, Mm -hmm. that um, even if I have, like, other thoughts about it, and I'm very opinionated, I guess, with my family, Mm -hmm. and, you know, saying things, I'm like, well, I don't know yet. Um, You know, you hear comments, like, what do you mean you don't know? What do you mean, like, this and that? And so it's just, there's no room for, I guess, exploration Mm -hmm. or room. And it's you're constantly feeling judged. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for me personally, it's like, well, I believe in spirituality and I guess, you know, believe in God and whatnot, but I just don't believe in the church. Yeah. Um, And to some family members, that's like the church and God are the same. Mm -hmm. It's like not necessarily because if, to me, how I think about it is that, well, my God will technically will never tell people that you can't be gay or or anything like that or this and that, this and that. So, and you know, it's also another thing too. And I'm like, same with the, how the history goes with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like the history and the genocide that went with it. And so many people that were prosecuted for being pagan and, Mm -hmm. and whatnot, when it was like the Christians um, from like Europe that were Mm -hmm. basically like, killing everyone for believing and it's like if you don't believe then well you know you're cut off basically Mm -hmm. and I remember learning that in one of my university classes and that's when something too when I kind of clicked in about paganism and whatnot like you know like Halloween and Mm -hmm. and Christmas and all those things and even the pentagram too the way that Christians demonized it demonize it Mm -hmm. because of um was it is it Anton um that he kind of converted it into like Satanism I think or kind of, he had, like, the symbol, and then that's when old Christians kind of rolled with mm-hmm. that. But it's, like, that's not true. Like, that's a, it's, like, a symbol of, um... Protection. Protection and whatnot. And it's, like, it's crazy how, like, all these symbols are, you know, will be changed. Like, for example, like, the swastika. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been changed, and now people, like, don't really see it as the original symbol. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, like, religion, trauma, like relate yeah. to that a little bit <laughs> I relate to that because you know I was also in like a youth group too when mm-hmm. I was younger and like I would hear stories and you know the corruption and it's like why don't you just teach kids just to love people that's mm-hmm. it why do you need to add in like all the other hate about it mm-hmm. and like other religions and everyone else is evil and we're greater and yeah. like I felt that one yeah I felt that one <laughs> Just like the church wanting more power over people, right? So they have to, like, put down other um, spiritual practices so that there is this, like, thriving the most. And it's, like, above everybody else. Especially ones that don't believe in a god. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they want to be able to control you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing that I was actually really um, curious about Mm -hmm. was... Do you typically practice alone or do you practice in a coven? (laughs) Mostly alone, but I like to share my celebrations with other people. So, like I said, with Ty celebrating Beltane, he's not necessarily a part of, you know, paganism. But I wanted him to indulge in what there is to, like, see. And same with, like, my best friend. She is spiritual but she is not pagan because there is a difference between the two yeah and 
I, you know, told her, come on over. I want to show you what it is to celebrate like this. So I, I tend to practice alone, but I like to include people when it comes to celebrations because celebrating alone is boring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a celebration. Like, it's yeah. nice to have, like, friends, family there to do it with you. Mm-hmm. And also, you're really lucky to have Tyler, too, to be so open <laughs> and so, like, embraced of, like, you know, who you are. Like, mm-hmm. to be open about doing, like like rituals you know some people will be like a ritual like what do you mean are you gonna sacrifice me like you know and it's like that's what tinder was like (laughs) right and it's just like so many people don't understand that people do rituals every day Mm -hmm. brushing your teeth in the morning that's a ritual ritual. like you know getting your coffee meditating that's a ritual how about the uh blowing your candles out on your birthday that's a ritual that stems from witchcraft yeah (laughs) It does, and I remember actually learning that in mm-hmm. university um, about that with this one lecture, and then I remember that had changed my mind about religion, spirituality as a whole, mm-hmm. and I feel like so much more open-minded. I mean, I was before. Um, I never really, like, thought about my religion, like, better. Mm-hmm. I just, I guess I went, you know, I went to a Catholic old-girls school. Yeah. So did I. Right? Oh, my gosh, <laughs> so really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, we, <laughs> we all did. did. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's just like, you know, you hear all these things and then mm-hmm. I feel like right after it's like you meet a world of so many different cultures yeah. and beings and stuff like that. And I think it's only up until now that I've met people that have strained away from religion, have so many different answers and and yeah, like the blowing the yeah. wishes. Like the I don't know. Yeah, really blowing the candle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like crazy because I see so many like the most religious people don't even know that what they're doing. Yeah. You're wishing. It's witchcraft. <laughs> you're wishing. That's really what it is. You're uh-huh. wishing. And then you're blowing the candle out. It's, it's just like candle some magic. are normalized, right? Yeah. And then some other things are seen as like weird. Mm-hmm. But then they mm-hmm. took certain aspects of paganism mm-hmm. and they made it like a part of just, yeah, like everyone does it. Yep. But they exactly. don't really, they don't know where the, what it stems from, like the origins of it. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite ritual that you've done? I did one on him once. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that was a that was definitely an experience, but I think it requires a little bit of context if you want to get into that. He felt a shadow figure following him, and no. I, Tyler, why didn't you tell us about this? Because <laughs> I was saving it for this conversation here. I wanted, to, oh, I wanted this to be here. Okay, yeah, because I was like, wait a fucking second. Yeah, I I take my protection very seriously, mm-hmm. and I have done a lot to keep my bedroom and my house to be a very safe space. Such as? Obviously crystals and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, um, just, like, just banishing things that you're not, like, you don't want there. Like, I I have this little kid in, in my house, and no. he's unable to get into my room, but he'll do, like, little peeks at my Wait. at my door. What do you mean, little kid? Like, like he's like I think he's a little kid, but oh, he's like, like it's small. not like I thought it, you were no. talking like a brother or sister. No, like, you mean, no like, it's, it's like a no, shadow sorry. figure. <laughs> That's what I was like, wait. And he likes to like peek at my door, like when I'm laying in bed. He'll just like. Does he me. actually look like a person? It's more just like a shadow. But, but how like, do you know it's a kid? Though you can sense it. Interesting. Yeah, when you're tapped into a little bit more of that, mm-hmm. it's you're. It's very easy. It's very easy to tell what something is. And if it's evil or not, he doesn't seem evil, but he's just unable to get into my bedroom. So that just shows I keep my space clean. You have a crystal over the entrance of your door. Yeah. Which crystal is that? It's an obsidian. 
And oh. you also have... Can we, can we clarify um, for people listening if they don't know what obsidian is? It's just like a uh, the any black crystal is really just a protection crystal that absorbs mm-hmm. negative energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I typically will carry my obsidian with me sometimes um, in like my tote bag. Yeah. When I go yeah. to like places just so I don't like... I need to again. Yeah. I, I used to carry my crystals around me because I have crystals at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to because I'm like, well, bitches are evil nowadays. Oh, yeah. oh there's so many evil <laughs> I'm bitches. not even scared of, like, the spiritual realm, You know what, though? Okay, bitches. on the topic of evil bitches, what is, like, a protection spell? Something easy, like, say someone wanted to listen to the podcast and they're like, you know what, I want to do a protection spell on my, mm-hmm. like, house, room, space, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, how, like, something simple they could do. Something very, very simple that people that practice witchcraft do literally every day, even people that are just spiritual will do every day. When you wake up and if you're meditating, even if you're just brushing your teeth or washing your face, making yourself coffee, close your eyes and picture a white light just surrounding you. You're, you're protecting your aura. That's the ma- most important part. Do it with your bedroom while you're laying in bed. Just bright light. That's all you need to picture around you. Another thing is if you're making coffee and tea, sometimes I'll do this. When you stir it, just set your intention for the day. That's, yeah. Oh, I've oh, heard I like of that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that on TikTok from like witches that said, yeah, stirring your coffee yeah. or anything like that. But I want to quickly go back into that little kid. Oh, yeah. I, I need to hear about that. that. Yeah. Was... And like the shadow figure with mm-hmm. Tyler. No, no. We were talking about, okay, there was the obsidian at the door. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's where we were at. The obsidian <laughs> at the door. Okay. And then go on. We want to talk about the ritual I did on him. We'll go. We'll, we'll backtrack to that. Yeah, we'll backtrack <laughs> well, to. Well, we were talking about. Sorry, okay. We were talking about. She protected her space, her mm-hmm. room, so that the boy can't get in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to say like how else? Oh well, you Gabby... also have uh, various crystals hanging from your ceiling. Yeah, I have like the chakra, ha- the chakra crystals like hanging above my bed. Okay. Oh. So that yeah, I do that. Underneath your pillow? Uh, yeah, I have a whole... Sa- You're, like, reminding me because I'm, yeah, like, blanking. I'm <laughs> this is, like, every day for me, so I don't remember these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, like, my little satchel of crystals that I sleep with under my pillow. Putting amethyst under your pillow is... The best. Fucked. Oh. <laughs> you No, but, like, in a good way. The dreams that you'll have are, like, dreams. crazy. Yeah. The minute I did it, I was having, like, crazy dreams every single night, and it has not stopped. And he has crazy dreams in my bedroom now because of it. Yeah, so when wow. I first started... When we first started, like, dating and then uh, I was sleeping over, I had noticed that I was having very, <laughs> very vivid mm-hmm. and just wild dreams. And I had no idea, like, what crystals y- you had and what, like, their intentions for them, what they're to do. Mm-hmm. So, and I told you about it. And from there, you were like, yeah, no, everyone, everyone who sleeps over sleeps yeah. in this bed. Everyone has the same experiences. Mm-hmm. Is it just the amethyst under the pillow or is it something else, too? I think it's that. I have more under it. I couldn't really remember. I just throw random shit in there, but it's the amethyst that really does it. <laughs> so, Tyler, have you seen the little boy at her house, the shadow figure? No, I think uh, prior to us prepping for this uh, podcast, we were talking about it last night, mm-hmm. and I, do, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But I think I asked when the last time you'd seen it, and you said it's been a while. It has been a while. He oh. hasn't showed up for a while. Do you think there's a reason behind that? Is it the protection around you? Is he just not interested? He might just not be interested right now. I'm also, like, barely ever home. So he could just be, like, not, like, yeah, not interested because I'm not there a lot because I'm back at school. I'm working. 
When when did you start seeing this? Uh, yeah, our friend. Two years ago, maybe. So primarily when COVID started. Yeah, it started scaring me at first. Like I was a little bit like like I would do a lot of like those head turns of like what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. And when I realized that nothing bad was happening to me while I was sleeping and like during my everyday like activities, I was like, he's not gonna hurt me. So I'm just going to, like, chill with it. Stop. (laughs) I'd be terrified. I'd be like, I'm casting this motherfucker out of here. Like, (laughs) He hasn't done anything to hurt anyone, so I'm not going to, like, tell him to get out. Like, he's he's just living his life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm very open to, like, if they're fine, if they're not bothering me, they can live amongst their, like, their day. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Why do you think he showed up, though? So random. I was going through a lot, maybe. And so then that well, begs yeah. the question, is he feeding on <laughs> negative energy? Because maybe that's why he's gone. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. But then you said also he doesn't seem bad. So that's what confuses yeah, me. Yeah, it's... I have well, never tried to talk to him or anything like that because I don't want to, like, entertain it. And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, and I don't tell a lot of people about it. Well, now. <laughs> but because I just don't like to entertain it. If he's there and he's not doing anything, but the minute that I give it attention, it's that's when it becomes more active. No, for sure. Because, you know, what I've heard is that when you tap more into your spirituality and stuff like that, um, that's when you'll be open and be more vulnerable Mm -hmm. to a lot of spirituality and, like, spirits and, you know, trying to contact you because you're opening, I guess you could say, your third eye. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a lot of stuff like that. And I feel like even when the minute... Because for me, I'm already sensitive to... Um, a lot of spirits already Mm -hmm. but I try not to go more so with my spirituality because every single time (laughs) I've tried to deeply connect Mm -hmm. something starts happening to me Mm -hmm. to prevent me from going like you know getting my higher self and you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's trying to bring me down and every single time I can't it's too much and I'm like (laughs) I I want to but I don't have the strength to it's a process to go over it you, know what I mean? you start realizing so many things that has gone on in your life when you're like going to that point of like elevation, I guess. I say yeah. With quotations, but it was it was a very traumatic experience for me when I started to get more into it because I was. You have to acknowledge everything about yourself. You can't be yeah. a better version of yourself until you acknowledge all the crappy versions of yourself. Yeah. And sometimes it's you're not ready for that. And, and I wasn't ready, but I... Shadow work, right? Yeah, it's the shadow work. Um, of all of that. Because I've heard that so many times. That's like, mm-hmm. when you do shadow work, you need to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You cannot continue to do it and, like, live this lie, write mm-hmm. about the lies, you know? Mm-hmm. Or else, like, you're never going to reach higher and you're never going to be, like, more at peace. You need to be super can honest we, when you write those down. Can we quickly also define shadow work? And oh, then, yeah. And then let's hear the story about the <laughs> ritual that was done on Tyler. Yeah. It's just like, I I feel like for me, it's different for everyone. And how I define witchcraft is like, everyone's practice is different. Mm-hmm. And I never like to identify one thing as one thing, because then that starts like a whole rile up of people. But for me, it's like the higher up version of myself like literally in the definition my shadow self when you're sad they're gonna be negative when you know and it's that's who I talk to Mm -hmm. when I'm doing tarot so they know more than me in a sense it's hard for me to explain no (laughs) no I actually am understanding what you're saying I'm understanding so could an example of like shadow work um be like you writing in your journal yeah 
um, and kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like letting out mm-hmm. like feelings and mm-hmm. kind of something like that. Or mm-hmm. like maybe if you like sit with yourself and just kind of like try and like connect mm-hmm. with, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So that goes back to everyday life things. When you're journaling, you're doing shadow work. <laughs> there you go. Journal. <laughs> yeah, journaling. Journal, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear this, like, ritual with Tyler. Okay, yeah, so we'll backtrack back to that. Um, yeah, like I said, he had some sort of shadow figure following him around. Can, can I tell this, the, the, how it started? Yeah, go okay. ahead. So there was a night where I was spending time out in Woodbridge, um, and I was sleeping over at a friend's house after a night of drinking. And I had slowly been opening myself up to more spiritual stuff and then we had been watching and I've been consuming a lot of like paranormal media recently um so I've been to my friend's house a handful of times but I've never slept over mm-hmm. and we were sleeping in the basement um during it's this always t- the basement it's always the basement oh. so he has a finished basement and it's not creepy at all but it's a little too quiet down there like is what I've noticed it's mm-hmm. like very very quiet and it's always very very cold but that's typically just Basements. a basement thing mm-hmm. yeah. right like I, I would just put it as that we get back to his house around 3.30, and we're about to get to bed. Um, and then I'm looking around, and I'm just feeling on edge. And I was like, okay, let me just, I'm drunk, whatever, let me just go to bed. Um, me and my friend Luke were crashed, and suddenly around 5 a.m., I feel my body wake up, and my mind is awake, but my body can't move, right? And I was like, okay, whatever, I'm not trying to entertain me um having any sort of sleep paralysis or anything like that because i'm not at a point in my life right now where like sleep paralysis is is anything that's happening so i'm trying to sorry so at this point have you already had sleep paralysis happen to you or is this was this your first time this was years after my periods of sleep paralysis which is a conversation we've had previously oh yes i remember yes so this i haven't had it in years since then um, so, but I felt it coming on and I was kind of mentally working myself not to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but during this time while I was weighing myself back to sleep and controlling my breathing, um, I heard footsteps coming down the stairs <laughs> and it was kind of like in a rush <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? And then I saw a, what I saw was a figure with long hair, looked like a woman who reminded me of Buddy's, um, mom. So I assumed it was her coming downstairs to check on us at like 5 a.m. because she was about to start work or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was a Friday morning or it was a Friday night. So it was a Saturday <laughs> morning when this is happening. So that's not really an option. But whatever it, it takes for me to like just get myself back to sleep. And I feel the figure come closer and closer and closer and lean over and start speaking to me. <gasps> but I didn't hear any of what was being said it sounded like it was in tongues it sounded like it no planets or something it just demonic it sounded like it wasn't tongues <laughs> oh, because i couldn't understand a single word of it if i was i just got goosebumps and i never get goosebumps so i had podcast. no idea what this was and i wasn't familiar enough with the paranormal in order for me to say like this has got to be something paranormal mm-hmm. so i was able to weigh myself back into sleep and i woke up in the morning it was around 10 o'clock and Buddy was driving me back home. And I asked him, I was like, hey, did you, did you, did somebody wake us up at 5 a.m.? Like, did, did somebody come downstairs? Any idea? And he was like, no, not at all. And then Buddy, who was hosting us, I was like, hey, did your mom come down at like 5 a.m.? Does she have work at 5 a.m. or something like that? And she's like, nah, man, she's still in bed. And I was like, 
no. So I had, I left the house and we, I had, didn't think about it and I went straight to Gabby's house and I told her about this experience and she was not happy with me <laughs> that I was bringing something into the house. But you're forgetting the part where you said that you brought it to my house because you saw it that night that you slept over. I was getting don't, to that. Don't, yeah. I was getting to that. <laughs> don't forget so that. I did, so I had forgotten about that experience and then I think it's the next night or the subsequent two nights or something like that. I was waking up with something breathing over me. <gasps> yeah. So then it comes to the ritual that. Did you open your eyes and see, or you could just feel it? I no, my eyes were open. So my you eyes saw were open. someone yeah, breathing I, over I, you. I, I, I was saw, it scary? I was, looking. I was. It was just a. It was just a shadow. It was just a figure. It wasn't great, and I remember very vividly it being in like, um, the like the the corridor of the hallway, but uh-huh. not inside of the room. Um, at 5 a.m., Gabby's cat always wants to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I typically let let it out, go to the washroom, get back in bed. But I instead of going to the washroom, I opened the door, let the cat out, and then left the door open and went straight back to bed because I didn't have to use the washroom. Yeah. And that's when I saw the figure, and I was like, I'm not entertaining this right now. I'm turning over. But inside, I was freaking out. You know what's crazy? Oh and God. I didn't think to mention this when it happened, but I think I've told you this before, but I went to the bathroom one time at like two in the morning. This was like a year ago, maybe two years ago. And I came out of the bathroom and you know the upstairs layout where when mm-hmm. you walk out, you see Lorelai's room right away. Lorelai's my sibling. Um, I saw like a big, almost like Slenderman sized oh, like shadow standing God. right outside their door. And I ran so quick back into my bedroom. I was like, I'm not entertaining this. I am going back to bed. It's not coming in here and it's staying out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even think to mention that when you were going, when like that happened. <laughs> That's creepy. Because <laughs> that, that sounds it familiar. Creepy. It, so the figure that I'm remembering, right? Because it's been a while since this happened. I think this was like, what, December, January, something like that. Yeah. So it's been a number of months. But I remember looking like a elderly woman's figure, and that's that's that's. Mm-hmm. My, there my was an old it. couple that lived in our house before we moved in. But she passed away. Her husband passed away before she did, but she's probably gone now because they were like old. So who knows? Maybe they're both there, chilling. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you. If you want to get into the ritual now. Oh yeah. Yes. So as he said, I was pissed because <laughs> I take so much time. <laughs> To keep that shit out. And what does he do? He brings it in with him. So I got him to lay down in bed, put crystals on his body and to like align the chakras and stuff like that. And I just got him to breathe while I pretty much took like sage and had the window open and was pretty much banishing anything that was in the room, speaking to myself in my own... uh, that's stuff I keep to myself and what I say during rituals and stuff like that. Yeah, of but course. yeah. Um just speaking to myself, pretty much telling the thing to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting him to meditate and do the thing with the picturing the white light around you because mm-hmm. I think that it was at a point in your t- life where you were going through a lot as well. And yeah. so things will attach to you to That's absorb true. that negativity and you needed to not focus on that and get rid of it. So I got him to do that. And when that happened, I was standing there. This, yeah, don't even make that face. (laughs) 
I was standing there and I felt someone touch my <gasps> my. But this is like cute. <laughs> I felt someone touch my shoulder, and I immediately started feeling tears. Aww. And I have never like once felt tears in my life like doing something like mm-hmm. this. And I immediately just started crying, and I could sense that it was my grandmother. Oh, I love that. And it was almost like a reassurance of like, yeah, you're doing this right. You're okay. You're you're good. And it brought me to tears. Like he literally got up and was like, what is wrong? Like you're crying. What happened? I was like, I have never had an experience like that where my whole body just shut down and I was crying. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Because, you know, the thing is like, yeah, with spirits and ghosts people always say like the evil things like you know and i've never experienced anything with my past loved ones Mm -hmm. like you know reaching out um maybe other than dreams Mm -hmm. but nothing like that so if i feel something i (laughs) I don't even think i'll think of them i'll probably think like what the book's happening yeah Yeah. but you know i think that's like a good reminder that sometimes it's not always like that it it really Mm -hmm. could be such a loving moment yeah it was it was because i had been thinking about her a lot Mm -hmm. at that point as well Mm -hmm. um i think because this was at the time where you know matt was getting my uncle was getting worse Mm -hmm. and so i was thinking a lot about death and then i started thinking about her and how we lost her and going through all of that going through the grieving process again yeah and so i think it was just her little reminder of like i'm still here don't worry like i'm not completely gone so yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. Thank you for sharing that. No so, do you guys think then you got rid of the, the shadow figure? I mean, shadow he figure. hasn't seen it since. And how did you feel after the ritual? I felt, and I don't, I don't know who else to say it. I felt lighter. Mm-hmm. A I lot felt, of people say that. I felt like I was like swifter and more nimble on my feet. Yeah. I felt a lot um, more at ease, and seeing the emotional like obviously i went into boyfriend mode where i'm like hey what's are we are we okay let's have a conversation but i i didn't feel that same weight that was going on in my life on my day-to-day and trying to follow me to sleep for a while Mm -hmm. so i don't know what happened in woodbridge but whatever i brought back i think was gone yeah so Mm -hmm. you're welcome i appreciate you (laughs) Oh, like that kind of reminds me when so my brother's ex, which was the the last witch that we brought on. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my brother told me that she would come over and stuff like that. And one night he woke up with like a slender type man mm-hmm. staring at him. And my brother doesn't really like no, not no, but doesn't really feed into the shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really like Honestly, say anything. Good. <laughs> he doesn't know. Like he's just. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he said that he noticed this and he got so scared. And my brother's not like that. Mm -hmm. And he told her, he's like, I don't know what you brought into my house, but you need to, like, banish it. And my brother got scared. Yeah, rightfully so. And I remember he waited for, like, months to tell me because, you know, like, I obviously love hearing stories like that, Mm -hmm. even, like, the scary ones. And so I'm like, what? You didn't tell me? And first of all, my bedroom is right beside yours. So... I don't know, maybe that's the same shit I've been seeing or something, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> but I don't know if anything happened. I didn't really follow up or whatever it was or if my brother... Because he's also, like, um, agnostic as well, I'm pretty sure. So it was just, like, a weird feeling yeah. of, like, what is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. That, kind of, that story kind of reminded me of yeah. that a bit. 
creepy. I actually, <laughs> it is creepy. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to like the festivities mm-hmm. because um, fall equinox, I think is what it's called, yeah. or autumn equinox, yeah. it's coming up on the 22nd. It's mm-hmm. like the first day of fall. Mm-hmm. Usually you'll do something. I don't know what um, if there's like a special name for it. But are you planning on doing anything for that? Or and then also, um, Sam Hain is also coming up. Yes. So are you plan like what would you do for um, that kind of celebration? Any of the equinoxes, it's really just I kind of focus on the change of the weather and the season, mm-hmm. and acknowledging you know we have this opportunity to live this life where we get to see four seasons. Where as much as us Canadians hate winter, <laughs> we get to see winter. We get to see fall, we get to see spring, and we get mm. to see summer. We have that opportunity. And so for any of the equinoxes, I just like to sit there and appreciate the fact that that's something that we get to celebrate and we get to acknowledge. For Samhain, a lot of those type of celebrations are a lot of food related. So baking, Aww. cooking, things like that, sharing it with people. Um, decorating with like natural elements, so like pine cones, pumpkins. So I'm gonna carve a pumpkin. Ooh. <laughs> um, bake probably a pumpkin pie or something. Oh like my that. god! <laughs> Can you please save me a slice? Yes. Do you I ever like one. if you bake a pumpkin pie? Will you do it like oh this pumpkin pie? Bake it with the intention of yeah. like um I don't know like I this is that. like a a healing pie yeah and like I, you can give it to people like just to kind of spread some I don't know yeah like something. love like yeah. intention with love you and like adding cinnamon too for love especially for like the little celebrations I think is really cute so putting cinnamon in anything like that and just being like this is for my loved ones so that they have a good rest of the year. That's so cute. I've wow. actually been adding oh, cinnamon cry. in my coffee every morning now that like it's like I don't know. For me it's already fall. Um, <laughs> but too. I've been adding like cinnamon in the coffee in the morning mm-hmm. and it's really nice. Oh, also what you said about appreciating the opportunities to seal for season mm-hmm. that just changed <laughs> my perspective of Canada a little bit because you know sometimes I'm like a fucking hater like yeah. you know I'd be like fuck the winter oh I'm guilty this, of that too you know and you know I'm like oh I just want to move to like a hot country and just mm-hmm. whatever whatever but I never really took the time to appreciate the fact that we get to see a four season mm-hmm. and you know the times I've gone to Panama like I've had my cousin say like what does snow feel like and mm-hmm. you know asking me questions everyone always wonders right. about snow the snow right <laughs> and you know I'll explain it to them but it's like wow I never really thought of it like that yeah. so like honestly thank you for sharing that mindset because mm-hmm. I'm literally going to hold on to that yeah because like when you think about me. it for Christmas a lot of people don't get that white Christmas that mm-hmm. everyone sings about for fall and like Halloween people never get to get that like the leaves are falling everything's orange yeah fall I fairs the cold weather sweater weather oh, like good. things like that right and we get to so it's it's nice oh my yeah. gosh um, just... also something on like um halloween is do you ever like i heard of this thing about if you want to try and like protect because that's supposed to be when the spirits are like oh. out out and about, oh, out the and about. Veil. <laughs> the yeah veil. the veil is like dr- coming down kind of yeah. thing mm-hmm. so do you ever do like i heard people will put um a white candle mm. or something by like a window and light it to kind of like lead the spirits 
in like the right direction or something. Well, that's kind of what a jack o' lantern is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that. Yeah. I see. I see, there I we go. There that. it is again. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I don't. I don't ever really light my pumpkin until um, Halloween night. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's like when you light. It. I don't know. People don't light it every night. Do they? No. It's well, just like on that one night, I guess. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of like that tradition of Day of the Dead in Mexico where mm-hmm. they light all the candles for their loved ones mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that does go back into paganism yeah. and more so I know I, I know in Mexico and like all Central America, like there's a lot of like indigenous practices mm-hmm. and stuff like that that have been, you know, sweeped into the normal lives yeah. of a lot of like Latinos. So yeah, that did re- kind of remind me of that. Yeah. Every day, I feel like now that I'm gonna like watch out for little things, and I'm like, did that stem from paganism? Like, well, you know a lot of I mean? it did, especially when right? it comes to holidays. Yeah, for because sure. they literally stole the holidays from mm-hmm. freaking paganism, and then they're like, this is Catholic. <laughs> oh gosh, this is a Christian celebration. I know. That's I I just love I love celebrating like Halloween. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, I think it's nice for people to know, like, oh, maybe if they're interested in doing something a little bit more spiritual, mm-hmm. like, something that's fun that they could do to yeah. celebrate, so, like, the pie, like, yeah. the specific kind of, like, seasonal foods, mm-hmm. and um, obviously, like, pumpkin carving, mm-hmm. and... Instead of going to the dollar store and grabbing, like, pine cones and shit like that, literally just go outside and grab decorations and make it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> so, I have a question. Do you yeah. believe in the fae, that fairy... It, I have a complicated relationship with it. I, oh, can you explain? I kind of know what that is, but I also don't remember what it is. But I've heard of it. Um, There's some to, people yeah. that do like fae work, and they work with like they call them like the fae, like little like fairy creatures, and mm. they're like evil. <laughs> yeah, I've heard they're evil. They're like tricksters type of thing. So okay. I don't really acknowledge it. I don't. I don't do any research about it, anything like that. I have had times where if I am thinking about it and I am, like, looking it up, that things will get moved around in my room. Oh, (laughs) trying to call your attention. And I'm like, not today, not happening, I'm not dealing with you, leave please. So I don't acknowledge it, I don't. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> Why is that like is that like bad energy to you? Like you said they're e- like how That's can you how elaborate they're perceived. more? They're like they're literally just like little tricksters. So a lot of people do work with them and you just have to be careful. So cuz they just I don't know. Well, they do something bad? Not so much bad, but they just play with you. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So you can't really trust them. Like it's kind of like Yeah. So you just mm-hmm. have to be very careful for the people that do work with them. A lot of times like if you see on like a little stump, there's like a little like setup on it with like gifts and stuff like that that's usually like offerings to the faith. Oh. Yeah, I've yeah. Ha- I've had heard of that. I mostly heard of it on through TikTok mm-hmm. to be honest of like working with the fae okay let's let's dive into that now that you brought it up yeah like diet deities and stuff like that deities yeah yeah i'm fucking pronouncing it wrong is there okay first like tiktok witches like what are your Mm. thoughts on that Mm -hmm. um and i guess also you know let's start with that there's too many there's too many double questions going on (laughs) what's tiktok witches right now so the whole witch talk thing yeah um Honestly, just a lot of misinformation being spread mm-hmm. around. <laughs> uh, 
a lot of there are some good ones and I do follow some good ones that are spreading good information because they've done their research and they've been in it for a while. But then there are those little tarot readings that you see on your for you page where oh, they're yeah. like, oh, my God, he's going to text you and tell you that like he loves you if you like, <laughs> share and subscribe. And it's like, no, just because you know how to shuffle a deck of cards doesn't mean you know how to read tarot. Don't yeah. Try and spread misinformation to people on social media because TikTok is so easy for that. Yeah. It's so much misinformation gets spread on TikTok. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my. So, what would you say then for people that want to learn about witch talk? Like, where is the appropriate, like, resource Like baby place? witches. Yeah, like baby witches. Where is it appropriate to go? Buy some books. Cause, I remember I actually yeah. went one time to uh, Value Village near my house. And mm-hmm. I found a really good book on... Um, witchcraft and Mm -hmm. it had like all of the holidays like Mm -hmm. it went through like Samhain and it went through just everything in Beltane it went Mm -hmm. through everything and like it was nice it talked about it was really educational you can literally get it all in the book yeah or you can google too like there's a lot there's actually a lot of good youtubers I found yeah um yeah yeah so it's just because when you look up on google like witchcraft you're gonna get so many things pop up that it's like gonna be overwhelming you need yeah. to find, like, one specific book that's going to give you everything, and you go from there. You stem it from there. You, like, <sighs> TikTok, it just, like, throws information at you. Like, I've seen so many where people were like, this is what you need to look up, and this, and this, and this, and this. It's like, how about you tell someone? How about you explain it to them instead of telling them to look it up? If you really believe in this, if you're really into this, sit down and educate people because that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. It's about being open with each other. So like people gatekeeping, like gatekeep witchcraft guys, gatekeep this and that. Don't let the baby witches get to it. And I think there's also a big misunderstanding on what the difference between witchcraft and spirituality is. Yeah. I think people collect crystals and light incense and they immediately think that they're a witch. Whereas you're not, you are not, (laughs) you may be trying to get there, but at the moment you are like, if that's what you're doing with your everyday life, you're just spiritual. That's spirituality. Mm -hmm. It's not doing rituals. It's not, you know, celebrating what we celebrate. It's, you know, it's, it's different. (laughs) It's honestly, it's like the beginnings of like, if you're, you know, maybe you're looking into it and that's Mm kind of like your like maybe first step stone Mm -hmm. of like getting interested Mm -hmm. and then you kind of like take steps maybe from there to actually start practicing which Mm -hmm. is like maybe doing maybe start with like a shot like shadow work like a journal right and then you kind of like do more research Mm -hmm. and so what's your biggest pet peeve then within like the whole witch between in witch talk witch talk or witch community like it's the tarot readings on my for you page those piss me right off (laughs) because these poor 14 year old girls that are seeing these and being like oh my god my crush is gonna send me a text if i share this and then it doesn't happen and then they're disappointed Mm. it's 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 horrible (laughs) stop doing that (laughs) if there are people that are charging you for it and like they are actually proven to be like good then Get your readings from them, but don't get your readings from someone that's doing a generalized reading for 1.2 million people Yeah, to see, you know? I think, uh, if I could chime in for a second, yeah. we, in Toronto, I, don't, I think it was a bit the beginning of summer, we went to a witch market. Mm-hmm. And oh. I think 
if you want to have a conversation with people who are knowledgeable, I think that was one of the best places to yeah, have those conversations because mm-hmm. it's all people who are of various different levels of spirituality mm-hmm. and understanding of uh, paganism and so on and so forth. And I believe you did a, a reading that day too. Yeah, I got a reading done. It was nice. I felt attacked because <laughs> oh, I was really? going through some shit and she pretty much called me out on it um, in regards to like relationship stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I when they're like they're like it was like a $10 reading and I was like okay this is a good price like why well, so, I don't understand why people are charging like $75 for this shit yeah I don't get it so do you do readings for other people or is it just strictly for yourself like you like to keep that I keep within? it to myself mainly it is tiring for me to do it for other people it I've takes a lot that. out of me um especially if they have a lot of negativity going on mm-hmm. in them because I'm trying to pull from them and I'm trying to pull from their shadow self. And if there's a lot of negativity going on with each of them, it's, it's going to take a toll on me. So it's, I try not to for other people and mainly just for myself. But yeah. if, you know, I really think that someone needs one, sometimes I'll be laying in bed and I'll get like this inkling that one of my friends needs a reading and I'll do it without them knowing. <laughs> and oh. I'll, I'll send them a text to say, hey, I thought that you might need some guidance that's actually really sweet yeah that's really cute what a caring friend (laughs) i'll ask them if they want to hear it obviously because i don't want to bombard them with information i'll be like do you want to hear it most of the time they say yes and then i let them know what's going on oh because the whole tarot reading thing too because so our previous guest Mm -hmm. she had shared that i think there was one night that she did tarot readings for a bunch of people and she Mm -hmm. actually ended up feeling like really exhausted Mm -hmm. and i think she had to go to the ER, like, mm-hmm. she had a panic attack, something, like, a lot like that. So, yeah, I definitely do feel like you keep pulling from people and yeah. you're going to, like, you're absorbing that, right? Because mm-hmm. you just don't know what someone's going to go through or mm-hmm. what their inner self is going. So, yeah, definitely. It yeah, can I take a toll that. on your mental health, too. If someone's going through a lot, you're going to take that all in. You're going to absorb all of that. And so yeah. if they're going through a really dark, depressing state you're going to get pulled into that dark, depressing scene. You need to be prepared for that. You need to be prepared to mm-hmm. get so through it. would you consider yourself like an empath then? Yeah. In the mm-hmm. less cringy term. Yeah. Oh, not like the Shane Dawson yeah, term? Yeah, like the way Twitter has turned that word into like the cringiest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I suck up people's energy like crazy. It's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly would say for myself, I am the same. Mm-hmm. I like, even growing up, my mom has always told me like, you need to be careful who you hang out with because mm-hmm. my mom would notice like a bad friend or someone like that and she'd be like i can just feel it off of you mm-hmm. like that they're you're literally absorbing their like depression anxiety yeah. and like everything and it's only been up until now that i've probably been like careful of who i hang out mm-hmm. with and like who i let into my life because of yeah because being being someone that is able to absorb that and I find I don't really meet a lot of people that are like that. Yeah, it's and, it's hard. Uh, you'll see, like, a lot of witches walk around with, like, veils on their head and stuff like that. Because that's that, where yeah. it gets absorbed the most. Mm. So people will, that are, you know, into witchcraft or are pagan, they tend to walk around with, like, a bandana on their head if they're, like, going on a bus or going into the mall or something like that when they're going to be around a lot of people oh. so that they're not taking in everyone around them's energy crazy because then again you just said the veil i've seen in churches Mm. guess who wear a lot of veils in churches and stuff like that i've always seen that or like they cover their face and Mm -hmm. stuff like that 
that always like spooked me but because <laughs> it just looks sometimes it would be like a black veil and yeah. stuff like that but again paganism <laughs> will i'm literally gonna go to church just to see like you know what you actually see on. a lot of that at funerals too like the veil, yeah right the mm-hmm. veils yeah a lot of that like seen in pretty little liars yeah oh my God. i'm like is that just in the movies i don't know <laughs> hey, jenna marshall jenna marshall yeah literally <laughs> but i've seen that too um i think we had one last question i guess um the one that i remember it was what what's been your scariest experience if you want to share that and if you're comfortable with it or encounter encounter with um like a spirit or mm-hmm I haven't had many scary experiences, mainly just like. Oh, well, you're protected. Ju- ju- yeah. <laughs> She's like, bestie, you don't understand. <laughs> I got enough mental health issues. I don't need to add paranormal activity onto that as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's like, I'm good on that. Part. I'm good. I don't need any more negativity in my life. Um, I've had experiences, but not many negative ones. Okay. Like, that experience with that you know the little boy at my door the figures i keep hitting them the (laughs) uh the figure at my sibling's door things like that Mm -hmm. i also spoke to a little boy through tarot at my grandfather's house which was very interesting i had never done something like that before i try not to once again because i don't like acknowledging that they're there yeah um so I, i was just using my tarot and talking to him he was just like he's just a little kid (laughs) he's just you know chilling he liked the energy that was there just hanging out with my grandparents so he just kind of stuck around um i guess there was another time what were you gonna say Uh, i was i think you were about to allude to it but the cottage uh, the cottage yeah that was creepy um what i need to hear about this one i have to preface that we were were high but i don't hallucinate (laughs) when i smoke weed so that can be crossed off the list. Like I don't. I'm used to smoking weed. Okay. I'm I'm comfortable with it. I don't hallucinate. So that I is don't like, even think like hallucinate when you smoke weed. Like I feel like it's mostly like a chill. Yeah. Maybe well, if you're doing like acid or not something. Not for him. You hallucinate <laughs> when you smoke. Have, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. He has early onset like whatever the <laughs> fuck it's called. I'm schizophrenic. Schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not funny. <laughs> but I was. When, you know, when you're high, you're open to more because you're kind of yes. not as yes. tensed up and worried about what's going on around you. You're just relaxed. A hundred percent. And we were like in the pitch dark in this field at my cottage. Ooh. And I was just laying on the blanket, you know, smoking a joint, chilling. They were all over at like the, the, the park bench and I was just laying like on the grass. And I look up and there's like this really big tree and I just see like a man standing there. Oh, oh no and i start to like clue into like what's going on yeah. and i see more people just like around me and i'm like oh okay so that's what's happening tonight oh, my <laughs> that's gosh. what's going on they didn't acknowledge me or anything like that but they were there and i saw them <laughs> and i was like we need to go i don't i don't want to be here right now i don't want to take this all in <laughs> Oh my Wait, gosh. so, okay, so you saw just, like, it started with the one figure yeah. by the tree, and then yeah. as you kind of looked around, there you was saw more. more. Yeah. So what do you think that is? Like, what is that? What is that? Like, what is the reasoning? <laughs> I don't <know>. Why? <laughs> I think, because we were just north of Peterborough at, like, a port 
Port City, mm-hmm. almost. Like, I, I think there's a lot of history down there. There might oh. have been something that went down in that yeah. area. I think there's a lot of history in that area and probably a lot of residual memories, mm-hmm. maybe, is what you could have been tapping into. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I were to, to use the spiritual terms, I think that there was just a lot of things. Maybe this, because it, it was a communal um uh, cottage area mm-hmm. right so maybe there's a lot of good memories over the course mm-hmm. of the past 40 50 years or mm-hmm. something that people were um that maybe you were tapping into and reminding yeah but also like okay do you think that the reason you can see these things like was it always like this or was it when you started practicing more like witchcraft and became more spiritual that then you started seeing things and then does that mean that people who are in tune with their higher self that Mm -hmm. maybe they would also see these things like if you've ever spoken to other witches Mm -hmm. um or pagans do Mm -hmm. they also have that same ability ability i'm gonna call it like Mm -hmm. in quotations to like be able to see see these things or is that do you think something that only some some people might see i think it's some people or whether or not you are willing to tap into it i think everyone is able to Mm -hmm. i think we are all strong enough and powerful enough to if we want to it's just a matter of if right okay um when i was a baby i used to cry at this like one corner of my bedroom and my mom started freaking the fuck out because she's like, what the hell is this, like, child? Like, it would literally, I'd be in the crib and just crying at this one corner, like, freaking the fuck out. And my mom literally had to get the house blessed because she thought, like, there was, like, a demon in the house. Oh, my <laughs> God. So it, like, comes down to that. <laughs> it was like, what was I seeing? Felt that one, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Something similar to happen to me. on my leg right now. <laughs> when we're children, we can see things. We just don't remember. Like, my sibling used to talk to my grandma in the house like they'd just mm. be like talking or whatever and Lorelai would be like I'm talking to grandma what do you mean like she's right there wow <laughs> so it's just when you get older you got more distractions that's kind of how I explained it like I feel like back then I feel like witches were a lot more powerful but yeah. now that we're you know it's in modern. the day and age of modern and technology and all that type I hate to sound like like a white dad <laughs> the technology it it clouds your mind yeah we're a and little bit more distracted yeah we're distracted maybe not as in tune with like i the don't know nature. like the earth and we're not like connecting mm-hmm. and we're just kind of like yeah like on your freaking iPad. yeah yeah instead of you know especially it's kind of hard to do that in an area that we live in i can't go run in a field <laughs> i can't really do anything that like that without hearing like cars honking and you know going 180 down the down the street like you, you don't have a place to do that it's hard to find peace in the city yeah yeah <laughs> there's no peace in the city like when someone we were- turned that into like a freaking song no peace in the city <laughs> like when we were at the cottage i had never felt so at peace and just relaxed I had motivation to, like, actually get out of bed at, like, seven thirty, eight in the morning, go sit by the lake and journal. I had no distractions. My data was done. The Wi-Fi was shit, so I couldn't even, like, scroll through TikTok or anything like that. Yeah. So I was forced to, you know, get up and get going. Yeah. And I felt peaceful. And then when I got home, all of that went away. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. also, I wanted to ask, what are some, um, I don't know, like, everyday things that you kind of, like, have incorporated into your day that Mm -hmm. is like the way that you practice um 
that's not like a special like ritual for example like this thing that you did with Mm -hmm. Tyler that was like something you wouldn't do that every day Mm -hmm. but like what is something just like become like a, an everyday ritual like maybe like the stirring of the, the coffee, tea in the yeah. morning um or like what's like another <laughs> what was that that was his phone oh my god oh. <laughs> the um the coffee thing is something i do almost every day um reading tarot i do when i'm like i need guidance mm-hmm. so if i'm going through a lot or i'm really confused i will do that um carrying crystals with me everywhere literally i have them in every nook and cranny of my entire life like ask him you will Mm -hmm. lay down in bed and something will be jabbing in your back because there's about 10 just like in my mattress (laughs) (laughs) um for me i'm not a morning person so doing things in the morning is never for me unwinding Mm -hmm. at night is like my favorite thing ever i'll put on my like essential oils my lavender even during throughout the day i'll take like lavender oil and put it like on my neck so Mm -hmm. that i can smell it throughout the day uh yeah putting on my essential oils lighting an incense taking a moment to just sit there and like take it all in acknowledging nature is like such a big thing when Mm -hmm. you're walking around on the street instead of scrolling through your phone look around you and acknowledge what's going on around you and, and I've beautiful. noticed I've noticed that you've uh, you've taken parts of that nature part with you sometimes where um, you've gone collecting rocks or yeah. collecting um, <laughs> stakes and so on and so forth and you've mm-hmm. added it to your altar. Mm-hmm. So can you speak about your altar? Because it's one of my favorite parts of your room. Aww. It's not up right now. It's not up right now? <laughs> no. Oh, you had to move stuff around. Yeah, I had to move stuff around because my books weren't fitting on my bookshelf. <laughs> but before when it was up. I have like 10 tarot decks <laughs> and oracle decks because <laughs> I'm impulsive and I have to buy them every time I go into a store. Um, I have like 50 different like knickknacks of like things I found on the ground when I was like outside. I have like a makeshift maypole with like maypole. the um, like maypole. Like, you know, have you seen Midsummer? Yes. Ew, you yes. know the thing that they dance around? Yes. That's a yes. maypole. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that was a name for it. Yeah. I didn't know so that there's either. there's the villainization of witchcraft right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um flower crowns. Flower crowns, we made those, so I had those on my altar as well. Every time you go through an equinox, you kind of change your altar around to fit what season you're in. So yeah. when spring came around, it was flowers. When fall is here, it is here. You put you know, like I said, the pine cones, leaves, branches, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like changes every time. You have to have like your four elements: so like fire, air, earth, water. So I have Do like you ever my chalice. Like collect like um like a jar of like moon water. Yes. at the cottage oh. and like put it on your altar. <laughs> yeah. And then what do you do with that? Is you it just can there? bathe in it. Um, okay. I sometimes will put it in my essential oil diffuser so that that's going around. Um, you can also well, that's a good idea. Yeah, you can spray it around your bedroom just to have it around things like that just incorporating it into your everyday life you can drink it you can put like actual distilled water outside and then drink that Mm -hmm. yeah um we collected rainwater for you it Um, didn't really work very well Mm -hmm. because it didn't end up raining and then your cat drank some oh from (laughs) your bedroom yes yeah he drank it Oh my god. And I had to immediately look up if it was bad for cats to drink Wayne water because I thought he was going to die. One thing one thing I remember noticing is you never threw out and you got mad at me when I did throw out the ashes from your uh, incense. 
Really? You, oh, yeah. you can make black salt out of it for like protection spells and stuff like that. So oh. you, I have a like a just a jar full of like ashes that I keep if and I then, ever need it. But then what do you do with that? You mix it with salt. Oh. Yeah, you can do that or you can just use it as anything like whatever the protection. Yeah, anything, literally anything. Yeah. Whatever you want because like I said before, your craft is your craft. So whatever your intention is with it, you can do whatever you want with it. So like if you wanted to like sprinkle it like let's just like say you like grab it and you like want to use it as like a little like protection for your room and say you like put it in like I don't know, like the corners of your walls. Yeah, you can do that. There you, you can go, guys. literally do whatever you want. Like I hate when people are gatekeeping and like telling people how to do their own craft. Mm-hmm. And it's like this that's not the point of paganism. Okay, that's the reason we steer clear of other religions is because we don't want a set set rules to guide us we make our own rules we have our own practice so everyone's different you Mm -hmm. know when you're working with a coven it's a little bit different because you guys are all kind of doing the same thing but when you're working alone you practice alone your practice is your own practice yeah as long as you're not being stupid with it (laughs) yeah Yeah. so i guess on that note we'll end um our episode here so it's been a pleasure having you. Oh, thank yes. you. Thank you for coming. Very on. knowledgeable. Yeah, thank yes. you. We would definitely love to have you around more frequently if the opportunity comes around. Of for course. sure. <laughs> would you ever go? Sorry, I know we're trying to end the podcast. <laughs> would you ever go to like we've done a couple uh, seances mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like we did that one thing in Tyler's and she's like ah. right where we're, we're sitting now. We did. Let the- me tell you, whatever you awoke down here has been bruising my legs up every time no. I. No. Here. Okay, Loki. I was gonna ask you because I was like, you know what? This could actually um, feed into like what we did down here because you were saying you see Mm -hmm. like you know you you can see things Mm -hmm. so i was like maybe like have you ever experienced anything in the basement and when we did do that like seance down here the most ill-prepared people that Mm. like even with this podcast we're not prepared so i don't even know what we were doing (laughs) we okay we knew somewhat of what we were doing we had we had a general idea um (laughs) but it was more of an idea on how we were going to make the video and what our intentions were but when we started dating mm-hmm. is when we did that. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Is that the time? So one of the first like dates we had hanging out in my bedroom, I was editing the video, Stop. and she was not impressed with the fact that I had tapped into that. Because <laughs> like, you, no. you looked unprepared, and I was like, "You motherfucker! I'm gonna have to pay the consequences of this." <laughs> and then I think I think it was like the first or second night you slept over, you came back and you had bruises. Yeah, I have bruises on my legs Shut right up. now. Stuff like that. Yeah. Stop. Because for me, I'm like, well, my protection is that I'm not gonna let this thing follow yeah. me. So I said, "See you later, Tyler. This thing cannot follow me. That's about it." I don't know what you did to help protect here. I was just like, man, I'm protected. Oh, he I did, probably did nothing. I didn't. I did no protection. I think I had a cigarette outside and went to bed. <laughs> I no. just. I remember leaving the basement. And, like we were all scared to be down here mm-hmm. alone after we did what we did. We oh, I didn't really... come down for a while. All my stuff was just laid out here, and it was a huge mess, and I didn't want to come down. I am still and, and afraid like, to come my, down and here. And my grandmother doesn't like coming down here either. Yeah, she always has to make sure someone's in the house. After, I'm, I'm the same that. way. Always. She's always I think, been that. Always been like, I think it's always been like that, but I think she, after that, I, I, maybe she had seen something or whatever because she was more on edge about She's always here. talking to herself. Who's she talking to? Stop. Oh, yeah. So, Grandma is, uh, <laughs> yeah. She's something. 
<laughs> oh but yeah, God. I literally won't come down here alone. I had to do it once when it was just me and him here when his grandma and mom went on vacation. And I never ran so fast back up the stairs because this basement is creepy as hell. And I know that, that whatever is. is in this house is coming after me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're so like, ah, white a, person. There's been a couple instances where, like, we're here. Get her. Get her. And I was trying to work out down here and you came down. And you mm-hmm. almost, like, within 10 minutes, you were rushing me upstairs. Like, yeah, let's go upstairs. Let's do something else. Yeah, I don't like being down here. It's not it's not fun or fresh or funky. Uh, yeah. can, I say, can I say something that happened earlier? I didn't want to say it out loud. Oh, I want to say it after. Okay. When you guys were talking about spirits and stuff like that, I felt a white slash across my chest. What do you mean a white slash? Wait, in this podcast? During, yeah, right, like, just, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes ago. <gasps> I didn't want to say anything about it. Yeah, I wait, felt wait, like what something, do you mean? I felt something hot go across my chest, and I... I just imagined everything being white. Okay. I don't know what that was. Oh. I might have imagining something, but we were we were talking about spirits and because we're acknowledging it, and it's down here, and it wants. Well, you. I haven't acknowledged <laughs> a lot of like paranormal stuff in my day to day for a while, mm-hmm. and as having these conversations about mm-hmm. today, right, has kind of I guess reignited like an interest here, mm-hmm. and I guess because this is my house and this, this stupid shit that I've done down here mm-hmm. has opened <laughs> up potentially. But I, I Let's not talk about the literal portal in your bathroom upstairs. What? what? Oh, you guys he has that? a mirror and another mirror facing each other, oh, like okay. at all times. Ty, why would you do that? That was there. That's not my choice. That's been there since I was a child. I think I've known. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I remember I came here one time, like in our earlier days, and I remember being like, "Don't do this." And you're like, well, uh, like oh, it you, doesn't matter. Yeah. And then I literally did not like go into that bathroom there. Because even, okay, even when I went to Niagara Falls this past weekend, there oh, was I'm a jacuzzi. I'm just thinking about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? There was a jacuzzi and there is, within a jacuzzi in my hotel room, there, the two mirrors were facing each other. Mm-mm. Right directly facing each other. And I remember t- telling my partner and i'm like i don't like this room and i was like you know it's fun when we're drunk and stuff mm. like that like you know like oh jacuzzi whatever and you know vacation time but the minute it was time to, for me to go to sleep i closed that shit i didn't want to mm-hmm. look at it i i could not sleep in that hotel room i constantly felt on edge mm. and even my partner telling me like he couldn't sleep mm-hmm. and i was also not even afraid i was like i feel like something's watching me and i don't like this feeling because i know that feeling i've had mm-hmm. that feeling and that and i was also scared of intruders yeah so that's how i feel in this basement i always feel like there's someone like behind me like watching it's also feeling colder down here right now it's a basement yeah (laughs) for sure don't push it don't push it (laughs) yeah okay well on that note um (laughs) yeah so um Thank you guys for listening to Scared Topless. Be sure to follow us on social media at Scared Topless for updates on our episodes and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. You can also send us an email or DM if you have any future cases you want us to cover or what you want to hear from us next. Until then, we are your host and And we'll we'll see see you next time. time.